0: This is Animal Radio, baby.
1: I don't know. After watching Rescue Inc., my new favorite show on that Geo, I just... Uh, and by the way, they're not paying me to say that. I wanted to mention that. Uh, good show. Check it out. Friday nights, I believe it's at 10 p.m. These guys take the law in their own hands in the name of the animals, and they all have tattoos. That's why they call the show Rescue Ink.
2: Rescue Ink, I get it.
3: So I'm thinking of getting something. You're
1: get some ink.
3: Yeah, I don't know what to put there.
1: Any? Uh, do you have any ink there, Vlad? Do you uh, have any tattoos on your body?
3: No, I don't. I don't. I just was thinking, uh, you know, every, why it's every time when I am on call, the phone is off hook. Uh, what is so special about my accent or solutions? But people. I calling, think people you know, like just talking to you. Is what? Yeah. what, what I what see happened. that. Hey, I see that. Hey, Bill, how are you doing? I'm
1: doing all right. How about you guys? Good. Do you have any tattoos? As a matter of fact, I
4: do. What Yay. do you? What do you got? I have my wedding band tattooed. That's the only one I have. Did you? Uh, I figured it would be a life changing thing, this, my marriage, and so I got a
3: tattoo for Did it. your wife make wow. you do that, or
1: did you choose to do that on your own?
3: Uh, we both have the same rank. I love it. How I love cool. it. Yes, Judy, Judy, cool. don't ask him on, on what place he has a tattoo.
1: Bill, uh, I have Vladdy, the world famous Russian dog wizard here. Uh, how can we help you?
4: No, ahead, I Bill. spoke with Lottie before about a uh, Catahoula leopard hound that I have. Her name is Louise E. Anna. And uh, she was climbing a fence, and he gave, us, he gave us a way to fix that. And uh, actually, so we, we tethered her in the backyard so we could get a taller fence because that's really the way that we, we stopped it. But now, whenever she's in the house, she will lay on the couch and just be the best dog until you get over and walk out the door. If somebody was to come in or one of the kids was to go out, she will lay on the couch until that door is opened, and then she will bolt like a rocket right to the door, and she'll go out the door, and she'll be gone for about a half hour, and then she'll come back, and she has rolled in poop. Okay. So my wife is really set up with it, (laughs) and I'm over the road truck driver, so I can't be home to help her with it. uh,
3: If the first time for you my solution worked, uh, it's going to work again, but you remember, Bill, I am like a doctor, okay, Uh, so here is how I will fix this problem. Number one, I would not, surprise, I would not allow that dog jump on the couch. I will allow her jump on the dog bed. And uh, by doing this, we're addressing two issues at the same time. Number one, we're showing her that she's not in charge in your home. If she's not in charge, she cannot play with you in those games, seek and hide and catch me if you can. Number two, I'm going to do setup. What well, I'm talking about is set up. You see, the dogs do whatever their advantage to do. Uh, by jumping through the door, I mean, I guess she gets what? She gets your wife's attention, your attention, You're screaming, or running after her or whatever. And if they, you don't, when she comes back, she's dirty and you scream at her and uh, where you've been and what you've done. You know, kids and dogs, they truly enjoy torturing their ...parents or pet owners... ...and never tell you thank you for discipline... ...so here is what I will do... ...I will go to the hardware store... ...and get... ...guess what... ...not 2x4... ...not what you think... ...I will get clothesline... ...or rope... ...so I will probably have about... ...30 feet of it... ...what I'm going to do... ...I'm going to put around her neck... ...herm springer pinch collar... ...with quick release... ...which is a, a very effective... ...dog training device and uh, i will attach to the end of this color rope the the uh, other end I will attach to any heavy subject in your home. Make sure not the table or something, because your dog is going to probably run through this door with the speed of Russian satellite guide. And and don't tie it to your mother-in-law. I'm sorry.
4: She is a big (laughs) dog. She does weigh 100 pounds.
3: Oh. Okay. So I I guess your mother-in-law will not enjoy really flying after her. So tie the to a really heavy object. And after that, open the door with attitude. Make my day. So she's going to take off. And she is going to correct herself. As a matter of fact, and you will bring, you will like a like a fish, reeling clean, saying, "Good girl, baby, where you been? Just stay here, and keep this door open, and just wait for the new attempt." She will do two, three times. After that, she will never run from that door again.
1: Okay. Give that a shot. Let us know how it works out. If it works, we'll keep Vlade. If it doesn't, well, we'll keep him anyway. It's Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. He's exclusively on Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang is here looking less motley than we usually do, or at least last week where we all were in our Halloween costumes.
2: Oh, I thought you were and still wearing over. yours. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 40 shopping days until Christmas.
2: Oh, don't Stop. say that.
1: Yeah. Size 15. That's my neck, if you want to <laughs> hang me.
5: <laughs> I was going to say, for the rope. Uh, Don't say that on the air. It could be used against you later.
1: Yeah, it really could. Dr. Debbie on the way to answer your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard uh, on his way into the studio now putting on his headphones. He always does it last minute. and You always get this feedback that he does when he puts on the headphones. (laughs) Vinny Penn uh, also here today. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Hi, Joy. How are you doing? I'm just marvelous. How about yourself? Very good. I see the phones are already lined up for you at 8405 four zero five eight four zero five. We'll do that in just a couple of seconds. Great show for us today. We have uh, oh, this is cool. We were talking about decline last week and how mm-hmm. it's just a horrible procedure. And this week we're going to learn about Henry, who's a cat who uh, turned his destruction into art. And he he actually he does uh, string art. Huh. With fiber art is what they call it. With and his he couldn't claws. do
2: that if he was to claw it, obviously. Yeah,
1: obviously. Still getting calls about that horrible procedure. You can learn more at the website or give us a call. We'll hit you to that. Bobby, what do you got coming up in news?
5: Well, speaking of declawing, we can add one more city to the list that are approaching a ban on the practice altogether. Oh, good. I'll give you the name. Coming up
1: in the news. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Oh, this is Bob. Hey, Bob. How are you doing? I'm doing fine.
0: I, I've got a question that has been just bothering me for the last year. My neighbor up the street
1: uh-huh.
4: had, had a cat. And it was an out, indoor-outdoor cat. It got outside, and it got into a fight with another cat.
5: Uh-huh.
4: And the other cat just about, totally ate his tongue off. And oh, the cat died. Really? Yeah. Oh. And I was just wondering, there's an old saying that says, what's the matter? Has the cat got your tongue? i was really wondering is that where that expression came
1: from oh boy you you brought me down and then you brought me back up again bob <laughs> i was really i was you know i was with you there and then uh, all of a sudden the cat died with the tongue out and then the, the whole cat got your tongue thing okay i, I was
4: just that was my question i was just really wondered that's been bothering me for about a year i said
1: i think you can rest easy one 405 8405 hi who's this this John? Hey John, hold on a second there. Okay, okay. Wh- where does where does it come from, Judy?
2: The saying uh cat got your tongue actually came from the Middle East. It was punishment for liars. They had their tongues ripped out and fed to the
1: king's cats. Ooh, there you go. It was John? Yes. Hey John, how you doing?
4: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: Uh very good. How can we help you today? I
4: got a question about my pugs.
6: For Dr. Debbie? Yes.
4: Hi well, Doctor Debbie. How you doing?
6: I'm doing really good. What's going with you today?
4: Not much. I got two pugs. um... They're about 30 pounds. They're great. But when we get their toenails clipped, they go crazy. Is that normal?
6: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, is it normal for pugs yes I mean they're a force to be reckoned with in the uh, veterinary world and I'll take a 120 pound rottweiler over a pug for a nail trim any day <laughs> so yeah they they tend to be really funny about their feet now h- how old are your doggies they're six they're six years old have they always been this way or is this something they've just kind of developed recently
4: well, I' always been this way, but it seems like it's getting worse, older they get they're getting more stubborn
6: yeah. that could be, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> pugs for some reason they are the the most stinkery dogs when it comes to nail trims and and in their fairness now, nails on pugs do kind of curl in a little bit, so even the process of trimming their nails could be a little bit more upsetting than you know a regular pet's nail trim um, but around our office, they sound like aliens when they're uh, talking it up uh, for the nail trim uh, I would do my impersonation but it would sound really freaky. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, let's God. hear it. Don't, don't, come throw, on. don't throw that out there. Uh, I even okay, okay, I'll do my best okay. now. A pug with a nail trim.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah, and you have to oh, do it. Yeah.
4: Is that close That's to your far show? On too. That's spot on. Spot on. We have a black one and a fond one, but the fond one, he's the more loud one.
6: Yeah. And, you know, it's sometimes challenging when you've got an adult dog that already kind of acts this way for nail trims. But the same kind of training principles still apply um, that we want to make sure that we make all uh, nail trimming as favorable as possible. So we don't want to hurt them. We don't want them quick. Um, so in many cases, I'll ask a veterinary professional to get involved or a groomer um, so that we don't cut them too short and have an ouchy experience. And we need to really make it a super, super fun experience. Um, so I, I pretty much would try constant feeding of treats. And, and in my office, we'll use things like little uh, little dog treats. Uh, we'll even pull out some of the nutri some of the calorie paste um, to distract them. Um, so we want to make it a good experience. And then even at home, we would ask to really work on the foot handling. So we don't want a dog that's foot shy. And it's not just pugs, but any dog. To make nail trimming a favorable thing down the road, we want to teach them y- you handle the toes. So at home, you would just kind of squeeze a little bit on the nails, hold their foot in a still position, and then reward them. And, and we work on that regularly at at home and that makes that nail trimming much much easier if we practice that kind of you know kind of like they do with the whales you know at the Sea World, they ask them to kind of come up on the on the training platform and they give them treats for showing their their fins and where they draw blood and it's the same thing we got to really train our dogs to really Accept this and to not mind it. And, uh, you know, and some dogs, I'll occasionally pull out sedatives and tranquilizers if they're just really going to hurt themselves or hurt someone else over the whole event. But um, for pugs, they are just, oh, they are a special kind of dog with nail trim. So mm. a lot of patience and a lot of positive reinforcement goes a long way.
1: <laughs> you know what I noticed? And it, it, this is not with a pug, but I noticed uh, with Judy's dog, I looked down at her nails one day, the dog's nails one day, and I noticed one was much shorter than the other, and then the one next to it was much shorter than that, and the one next to that was much shorter. And I said, what's that about? She says, well, I do one a day. Instead of inflicting uh, all the nail cutting at, at once, you do one a day yeah, she and work your way around. Yeah, she won't
2: sit still for, one, for the whole thing, mm-hmm. so I just get one when I can. That's a good
6: technique, definitely.
4: <laughs> well, maybe so we tr- try that because it takes two or three people just to hold a oh. little dog down.
6: Yeah, and see, you know, when that starts to happen, when they're feeling like they're being smothered over it, um, it's hard to make that feel like a good experience. So you kind of have to to really back up from the situation and say, now you know how would I feel if I was being smothered by three people holding me down? And I always say, if sure. I went to the hospital, I, I don't know they would have to tie me down to get some of those blood samples and such. But um, so we want to make sure it's a good experience. So if you're doing this at home and it's not a good experience, you know maybe something like a tranquilizer might be something to talk to your vet about to see if that can make um, make them a little bit more easygoing going into that, and then uh, pull out those favorite goodies while you're doing it and just keep shoving it in their face
4: <laughs> okay well thank you
1: appreciate
6: okay. your call today
4: okay you have a good day
1: thank you very much you too 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the dream team right now you're listening to animal radio you can learn more at animalradio.com log on
0: learn more
7: Hi, this is Shelly Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Please.
8: This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms, even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad-spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Dawn the virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. That's your dog telling you to visit JoyPetProducts.com. Your dog doesn't want to be cold and wet this winter any more than you do. Visit JoyPetProducts.com where you'll find the original Goose Down filled doggy coat. Your dog will enjoy the lightweight warmth and comfort and you'll love the easy wear, easy care. When it's not as cold, pick up a perfect fit embroidered hoodie in designs to fit every dog's personality. All of our items are made in the USA and Canada to fit tiny toys to larger breeds. JoyPetProducts.com. Superior quality, great style, happy dogs.
0: Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by
9: One-Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One-Shot and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. This is
0: Animal Radio, baby
1: Radio, We're a whole dream team of experts here to answer your questions. It's interesting. Usually, it's all about Doctor Debbie. Last week, it was animal communicator Joy Turner. This week, you're all calling for Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. I guess he got dog problems, huh? Well, he can fix them if anyone can. How about three? You need me, Hi, Nancy. How are you?
10: I'm fine. How are you?
1: Good. Where are you today?
10: Today, I'm in Missouri, getting ready to go into Kansas City.
1: Okay, so I'm you're a truck driver. Truck driver, you travel with your animals.
10: Oh yes, sir. Okay, absolutely.
1: I understand Hi, Nancy, you have a. uh bloody. yeah.
10: Uh, she has a problem with barking, and I blame that on my husband because when she was a baby, he would say, "Sick him, get him," anything you could do to get her to bark, and he thought it was cute. Well, now Nancy, Nancy, if somebody Nancy, walks into the truck, pardon me.
3: Nancy, most the people blame of uh, mother-in-law. You blame your husband, yeah?
10: Oh, absolutely.
3: <laughs> what about mother? It's not, it's not my see. One of my clients said, "Hey, my dog beat five people. Uh I should I should have say three because uh, two last time it was my mother-in-law. It was her fault. So, so it's your husband's fault. So your dog is barker. Uh, where he barks? Well, if
10: somebody comes up to the truck that she doesn't think looks good or whatever she feels about them, she'll bark, which is a good thing. But if we stop in a rest area to let her out, and other people have dogs or small children, and she just gets those little back feet, and they'll scrape up the grass and the leaves, and she starts barking, she doesn't go towards them, but she'll stand there and bark and get a few barks out, and she's done and goes on her way. At home. if somebody comes out of the bedroom or walks, if she's asleep and it, and it jars her, then she wakes up and she's barking, like, you know, telling them, who do you think you are to wake me up?
3: <laughs> Nancy, you don't think you, it's a male or a female? It's a female. Yeah, she thinks she's in charge, and that's her obligation to bark. And uh, she thinks uh, because you are giving her mis-, mis messages, sometimes you believe it's a good way to bark, sometimes don't. It's great inconsistency. Nancy, before I give you, I mean addressing your problem is so easy. It's just I cannot tell you. Um, you know, everyone has a magic wand. I have a magic wand. All what you need to do, just use that magic wand. I'm driving and servicing people all across Southern California, Southern California, mostly in Orange County. And, uh, you know, I leave my vehicle alone and uh, working in different areas. And, uh, you know, sometimes people approaching to my vehicle. I have a very expensive equipment inside, so the dogs bark. I felt very embarrassing by that because, you know, I thought, you know, celebrity trainer and his dog is barking and such and such. So I told my dog don't bark. And it was everything good until one day, one day, Nancy, I... Walked out of the pet store, and uh, my navigation system was stolen from the front of my vehicle. It took one second for the people because I never open, uh, close, uh, excuse me, uh, never close the windows because my dog in the back seat. I have a big van, so it took the people one second approach, grab it, and run away. Right. From that time, I just say screw you. You know, from this time, I got to train that dog. Nobody even come close to my vehicle from this time on. And now nobody can come even close when I'm not around. When I'm in the vehicle, the dog never barks. When I'm not around. My dog barks. But I am professional, Nancy. I can really adjust the things. I can really see when the things goes out of proportion. In your situation, my heart, my, my, my would be great solution to you, and advice, my best professional advice to you. Dogs don't understand words maybe or it's not rainy. No barking means no barking. Don't Try to a uh, dog to figure out who is the good guy, who is the bad guy. One mistake, it's uh, so easy for the dogs, just uh, from the simple barking to go to snap one day someone. Uh, statistically, 99% of the first bite happened out of the blue. People never would expect it. their dog may bite. So I would never suggest you to think that way so the dog should figure out when to bark, what it doesn't. So if no barking means no barking, Now it's easy to fix. You have to have a stick and carrots in your hands. What stick and what carrots would be? Carrots would be a piece of American cheese or the greatest treats ever. I use them so successfully for behavior modification by name uh, Tiny Tots. Uh, by company solid gold tiny tots solid gold the dog will betray its own mom for those treats it's just so delicious and they come from cellophane bag so when somebody approaching can make the noise to open the bag dog knows good things are coming so you always give the people that bag when they're approaching to your vehicle and the dog is always oh cookies coming so I love that person This is about carrot, and this is now about a stick. I would like you to get the product by name Pet Convincer. Convincer. Petconvincer.com Not condenser. Convincer. It just, just sprays air with sound. So, now the situation is very simple. At any time your dog barks, Nancy, at any time your dog barks, you push the button, air comes on the run, like a your dog momentarily Bye. stops barking. You tell him, good boy, good girl. And after, ask the people who is approaching to your vehicle or just passing your house. Maybe you don't want to harass them to give you cookie to your dog. You can give yourself, but you use those treats as the reward for not barking. You do it. You win five, six battles. You win the war. It is so simple.
1: Give that a shot, Nancy. Let me know how it works. And, of course, everything that Vlade talks about on the radio, you can find out more information at animalradio.com. All of our email addresses are there. If you're uh, not up to talking on air with Vlade or Dr. Debbie, you can uh, do this private, under the radar, via email, if you have a question about your pet or you just want to stalk them. Oh, speaking (laughs) of stalking, Bobby.
9: Nice!
5: (laughs) (laughs) Honey, we love Twitter, and Twitter loves us. And, And I got an email from one of our followers, uh... Uh, last last week, just asking me, she is trying to, are you ready? She's yes. trying to click train her 12-year-old dog not to drink out of the toilet.
1: Not to drink out of the toilet. Not
5: to drink out of the toilet. After 12 it's, years. It's, wow. Right. You know, Patty Williams is, hi, Patty, and she's one of our Twitter followers, both me and Animal Radio. And <laughs> and so I Twittered her back, and I said, you know, I, I think that that's a fabulous attempt to do with your 12-year-old dog. I suggested to just put down the lid.
1: Put down the lid. There you it go. Quicker. <laughs> a lot
5: easier. But Patty, thanks for twitting. If you have a guy
1: around the house, though, that might be impossible. Of well, course. Then
2: you teach the dog to put down the lid.
1: Yeah, the you and the husband. Will do it. How? Yeah. Oh. Well,
2: forget about the husband. The dog would be easier to train to put oh, down the lid.
1: Probably.
5: Burn. Nice one, Judy. <laughs>
1: Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here for your most vexing dog issues. Uh, Vinnie Penn, ha, ha, ha. Animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, Bobby working feverishly on news. What are you working on anyway?
5: Well, do you uh, recall this phrase? Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Oh, yeah. If you do, you're going to know who I'm going to be talking about. Coming up in the news.
8: And I want-
0: Hey, it's Vinnie Penn coming at you with another party animal installment on Animal Radio. Well, we did it for those of you who, uh, who listen to these, uh, segments of mine here. I uh, told you a ways back that my five year old daughter Stella, she's ready for a pet. She was, we looked at a lot of different pets. I wanted to start her off with, with the fish. Oh, as a matter of fact, she actually had, um, uh, already, she's had a turtle and a frog, but they've since moved on. And it was time to get her another, but I wanted to start her with uh, a fish. I think that's the good starting point for any four, five, six-year-old. We went to the pet store, and we picked out just the most beautiful pink fish. Stella picked her out herself, picked out a great one. We got the nice little aquarium, and she dressed it up and decorated it really nicely. We went down to the beach earlier that morning. She picked out a beautiful rock to put in the tank. We were all set up. She looks at the fish. And it's called a a beta fish, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, B-E-T-T-A. So it was not essentially a goldfish. I don't know. This was kind of a new terrain for me, even though I had goldfish when I was a kid. I think they were goldfish. I had two, Cheech and Chong. Uh, But this is called a beta fish, beta fish. Nonetheless, Stella looks at her and says, I want to call her Magnolia. And it was really a moving moment. I looked at my daughter, and I thought, that name is is fantastic. We can call her Maggie for short. And she smiled. She thought that was a great idea. We got in the car with the little carrying case for the fish. And Stella stared at her the whole way home. I was saying, "I love you, Magnolia. I love you, Magnolia." We got home, transferred her into her new home, dressed it up, and Stella was looking at her and she said, "She's so beautiful, Daddy. Thank you so much for buying me dandelion." And I said, "Dandelion." What happened to Magnolia? And she said, no, I, I changed her name. I want to call her Dandelion. And I said, well, all right. If we, you know, Dandy, for sure. That kind of works. Go with that. I, Dandelion it is. Not too long afterwards, uh, one of my aunts comes over. First thing Stella wants to do is take her to see the fish. She says, you've got to come with me. You've got to come and see my fish. She runs over to see the fish, and I hear my aunt, who's 91 years old, say, Hey, that looks just like Nemo. Magnolia, who had become Dandelion, had now become Nemo. So I have to sit Stella down and say, Stella, look, we can't keep changing the name. It would be like all of a sudden today if I just started calling you Sarah, to which Stella replies, I like that name, Sarah. I go to school with a Sarah. I want to name the fish Sarah. At this point i'm a little bit out of my mind i'm confused i don't know which way is up i don't know if is it a girl i always heard girls were fickle but this was bringing it to new heights suffice it to say that this morning as i'm leaving to come and, and cut these segments i say to stella i'm gonna go and talk about sarah the fish today she said, what kind of fish is it anyway? I heard you telling someone that it wasn't really a goldfish. I said, well, Daddy's learning as it goes, same as you. I think it's called a beta fish or a betta fish. And Stella says, all right, Daddy, we'll go and tell everybody about Betty then.
1: <laughs>
0: Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio.
1: Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats you love them like family so feed them like family with blue good food by the way good stuff quick check of our news up next and then back to the phones at 866 405 8405 this is animal radio <laughs> hi this
11: is Wendy Malik on animal radio and do not forget stay in neuter
9: This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from
5: whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. When a gasoline warehouse storage tanks exploded and burst into an inferno in Puerto Rico late last month, animal rescuers went to work. Volunteers in the U.S. territory in the Caribbean rescued over 60 pets from the homes of residents forced to evacuate. According to the Associated Press... Ten cats, 22 dogs, and 32 birds were safely taken to an animal shelter in the city of Carolina just east of San Juan, Puerto Rico, all reported in good condition. The former host of The Price is Right always closed the show with the phrase, remember to spay and neuter your pets. Bob Barker has put his money where his mouth is by donating $1 million to Drury University in order to establish a professorship on animal rights. Hmm. Barker hopes the gift will lead the small liberal arts school to establish a program of studies in animal rights. If that happens, it would be the country's first undergraduate program in that area. Barker, by the way, graduated with a degree in economics from Drury University in 1947. And those wacky animal activists over at PETA have come up with a new proposed (laughs) use for a ranch once owned by Elvis. The property in Horn Lake, Mississippi, is for sale by its current owner, but PETA wants to lease it for an animal rights museum. PETA's written a letter and says it wants to name the museum the Don't Be Cruel Learning Center for Children. No response yet from the owner, who is asking $6.5 million for the ranch. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's
9: Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for traveling with your cat. If she's not familiar with crate travel, consider placing the crate in your home for a few weeks before your departure. Leave the door open and occasionally toss in a treat or two. Sooner or later, your cat will view the spot as a comfortable retreat. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.WorldsBestCatLitter.com radio.
0: This is Animal
5: Radio.
1: Animal Radio News Director Bobby Hill working on a story about Xbox games and, well, why you might want to be careful this holiday season when you get one, especially if you have a dog, one of those smart dogs like you have, Judy. Judy, your dog could rack up millions of dollars in bills, I'm sure. Oh, I I don't leave my
2: credit cards lying around or anything like that. Mm. No, I learned my lesson.
1: I'll be listening for that news story. That's coming up in just a couple of seconds here. This healthy portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. And the Dream Team is here to answer your questions today. I believe we have Tammy on the phone. Hi, Tammy. Hello. How are you?
11: Oh, not too bad.
1: Where are you today?
11: Like, oh, well, let's see. We are in Texas with a probably broken down semi-truck. Oh, oh
1: no. Oh, oh, I'm sorry so, to hear that.
11: Well, well, that's all right. At least we're at, least we're at the truck stop, so that's a good thing.
1: Yes. I wish but I had some I, mechanical I, advice, but all we can help you with is the, is the animals, really. Yeah, yeah. I can only well, offer vet advice. <laughs>
11: You know, oh, come on! It's got four horses in it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it has more than that, but I don't know how many horses it is. But um, we have a dog. Actually, we have three dogs, but one dog in particular. It, when I had got, I got her about. Well, we got her about a, a year or two ago. Actually, not take it back. She's what six, she's six years old, and I got her when she's about seven months. Um, from the pound, and they had said she was a mixed lab. Well, talking to people that I know that have dogs, they said she's not a mixed lab. She was, she is actually pit bull, hound, terrier, and possibly Dalmatian, so she's got a variety cross in her. Wow. Well, <laughs> we had to have surgery done on her because, um, she, um... She had bowed a leg, and when we took her down to uh, Ohio State, they said that both of her back legs, where the hip comes down to the bend, they said that she had poor malnut- uh She was probably astray stray and malnourished. Um, mm-hmm. And they told us, and we actually had her leg broke. They cut out the bowed section and they plated it. Well, okay. after this had happened. She is, like, obese all the time. We've had her on probably the best types of dog food that we could ever put her on. Uh, I have had her on the Solid Gold Holistic. Um, I have had her on, she's on, um, I believe it's Uh, uh okay. It's a big blue bag. And we just put her on that now, but... It's just like any type of weight loss that we put her on, she does not lose weight. She doesn't want to go. Um, she's not real active.
6: How long ago was that surgery that she had?
11: Um, Let me crawl back here in the bunk because I'm sure he's probably making this hard to hear. We're we all trying, mean- to fix our, <laughs> trying to fix our mechanical problem. Um Let's see. She's seven months. I would say it happened when she was probably about a year and a half to two years old.
6: Okay. And, and how how does she get around currently? Does she seem to be um, having trouble? Is she gimping around or does she seem like she's a pretty mobile dog now?
10: She's
11: she's very mobile. She's um she's couch potato. She don't like to share the couch with anybody. Um, like I said we <laughs> now I have a I have a little rat carrier and and then my daughter has another dog that is a um Yeah, she's a German Shepherd Akita cross,
6: Mm, and
11: she's she's only about seven months now. Those two are very active, and and she'll go out, she'll play with them, but she just she's not very motivated to do it.
6: Okay. All right. Well, there's going to be a couple of things that, you know, and definitely an overweight pet, you know, you're not alone. I mean, this is a huge problem and this is kind of mirroring the problem we have on the human end here with, um, overweight and obesity. And, and actually, believe it or not, at least a third of pets, if not up to almost 35%, um, are, um, overweight. Um, or even in the obese category. So we have a huge problem with this. So the big things that I would start off first and foremost, and in a six-year-old dog, um, I would really, before I go anywhere else and talk about diet or anything, I'm going to say I would have this baby checked and have her thyroid checked. Some okay. dogs, especially some middle-aged older dogs, can have a this common hormone problem where they have an underactive thyroid, and it can cause... Uh, listlessness, slowness moving around, and it can cause weight gain. So that would be one thing I'd want to do for her benefit, because if that's the problem, wow, great, we have a supplement for that, and that's a medically treatable condition. Now, obesity, if, if that lives normal and there's nothing else we can find medically to cause this, then we really, it's the same core equation that we look at for people. Calories have to be limited going in to to the activity level that the pet's putting out. And if she's not currently much of any kind of, uh, it doesn't have much of activity and if she's a couch potato, then we really have to give her some opportunities to work on that. So um, a lot of foods, there's a lot of good foods out there. If we're serious about a weight loss diet, I would talk to your veterinarian about a prescription weight loss diet. The reason being is that there's a lot of great diets out there, but it's hard to simply limit the amount of food because you're going to miss out on it, the essential protein they need. Um, they may be hungry and may still want to overeat and go find food elsewhere. Um, so yeah. really to work with a prescription weight loss diet through your veterinarian is the best suggestion that I can have. And then we have to watch those treats, goodies, um, the other things that we always seem to find off of our table and hand to our pets because it all adds up very quickly. Oh, yeah, and well, then we're.
11: Leave- We've cut that all out, and, and I've told my daughter, because me and my husband drive truck together, she, she takes care of the three dogs and the 500 fish and the seven horses that we have on the property. Wow. So <laughs> she, she gets, but like I said, she gets in these places where she'll get a little active, but then she doesn't get active, so it's, and, and, you know, the holistic seemed to work real well, and then all of a sudden, like you said, she kind of started acting like she was starving.
6: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
11: Okay,
6: well, Uh, we'll definitely try that. Definitely. And then, you know, exercise-wise, I'd say at least 30 minutes a day, up to an hour, if we can get some walking in, some kind of consistent movement um, to get this gal moving. That will help, and and that helps her to be able to eat more if she's actually burning those calories. So I would do that. And, And, you know, there's also... If you try all of those remedies and we don't find that things are working, there is actually a doggy weight loss drug out there uh, that can help decrease their appetite, um, okay. but I don't really turn to that right off the bat. Um, I no, pretty actually much all I exhaust all of their opportunities.
11: I can have my daughter turn the horses out and run the horses because she can't stand not running with the horses, so... There you go. That's great. Well, give that
6: a try, there, Tammy, and, and hopefully that'll help get your gal slim down. And uh, you know, who knows? If she had a thyroid problem, it's something I think we all hope for that we can explain weight gain on. So good luck with your uh, your puppy's weight loss battles. And uh, this is Dr. Debbie. We're waiting for your call here in studio at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more.
12: Dogs or cats, horse or emu... People too. Lonesome George may be the world's most eligible bachelor. George, a giant tortoise from the Galapagos island of Pinta, is believed to be the last of his kind. His species was hunted for centuries, and for the last 35 years, biologists have been looking for that special someone for George. The problem is, Lonesome George doesn't seem to mind being lonesome at all. In fact, the thought of romance seems to leave him shell-shocked. Although he's in his romantic prime, around 80 years old, when two eligible tortoises of similar breeding were brought in, he ignored them. One rejected love interest flipped over in a waiting pool and died. But the matchmaking isn't stopping. The search is on for that special female that can help wake up this sleeping giant's libido. But for now, George is happy to be lonesome. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio.
11: Hi, this is Ruma McClanahan on Animal Radio. Spay and neuter your pets.
0: Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stand strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a non corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
13: Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. This December, you can log on to their website for a chance to win a fabulous prize for your canine companion. You can enter every day, December 1st through the 25th at FidoFriendly.com for the 25 days of Fido Friendly gift giving. Prizes include jewelry, clothing, food, books, and a grand prize from Bissell, the pet hair eraser vacuum. Pick up a copy of the December issue featuring Hillary Swank at your local bookstore. For contest rules, visit FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. 25 days of gift giving, just what Fido needs to get the Holiday spirit. This is Glenn Close on
11: Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet.
1: Yet another reason to think about getting an Xbox for Christmas. Coming up with Bobby in just a few minutes.
5: Just make sure you don't save all your credit card information in it if you have a dog.
1: I didn't know that you could do that, that you could save credit card information. Apparently you.
5: you can because they, they, there's a, a thing called Xbox Live Marketplace which uh-huh. entitles you to discounts and stuff. You know, it's sort of like a purchasing thing With oh. you know, you get a gift back or so whatever. So there's a dog
1: involved with this story, huh? There's a dog and a very slobbery remote control. Okay, that's all on the way. Uh, also, Henry. Henry's a cat who makes fiber art out of carpet with his claws and apparently it's a it's a big hit we're going to be talking to their owner kind of a charismatic southern type coming up in just a few minutes
5: ask me about h1n1 hey
1: bobby hey what about what? h1n1
5: have you gotten your flu shot yet Hal? i'm not going to do it neither am i here's my reasoning
1: what's your reasoning
5: if everybody else is so panicked and they all get vaccinated for the flu then they're less likely to trans on to me Am I right? Uh, they will not pass on the germs because they will have been vaccinated. Therefore, I don't have to get vaccinated. <laughs> also,
1: you really just stay in that booth all day. You're really not exposed to anyone uh, you, because you are. And, a have you notice medical, that yeah. I
5: make you go through like a
1: silkwood shower before you're even allowed in here, and you don't even let me shake your hands or anything. We have to do that. Uh, how we fist bump? New,
5: new, new. It's the it's the germ free knuckle bump you're during cold and flu season. No germ- handshaking.
1: there. She's actually Stop she's, it. she's wiping Purell all over her face. She's, she's moisturizing <laughs> you think it's in Purell. Purell. <laughs> I see our friend Bob Barker's in the news again, giving money away.
5: And can I just say, at least the guy's not a hypocrite. He ponied up a million
1: bucks. Yeah, he does this every year. He does this every year, about a million He's dollars. He's a nice guy. He is. He loves. He really does example. care
5: about amyl. Aminals. He saved an elephant and that it, we
1: brought to his attention about two years back, uh, Penelope. Down we're following
5: lane. him, by the way. I just found him on Twitter.
1: Be so ter- we are now
5: stalking careful. him on we're Twitter. Stalking.
1: <laughs> so we're stalking Bob Barker.
5: I just sign everything your name, Hal. <laughs> oh, we have lots of Twitter
2: followers.
14: Do we?
5: we, we, have, not, we I was cross, looking. May I just say, it's better to have more followers than who you're following. Yeah. Because it means you're just so much cooler. Which, of course, we are. <laughs>
1: that's cool. And no one's, uh, no one's asked for a restraining order yet, yes? No?
5: Not yet. No, no. We've been very lucky. And we've, we've got a couple of new people, um, like Cynthia, who just joined us, and the Lucky Pups shop that's in Griffithsville, Arkansas. Oh, there's no S on that. It's Griffinville, my bad. Griffinville, bet. Arkansas. Is it Griffithville? It's Griffithsville, Arkansas, the Lucky Pup shop. Also, Lily Potter is following us. And Teddy's Pride And we got, uh, let's see, James Becker from Mesa, Arizona. We got a lot of animal rescue groups that follow us too. Oh, exciting. And we got, yeah, I know. We've got, I'm going to totally mispronounce this SPCA from, um, Canada. Moncton, M O N C T O N, Moncton SPCA of, uh, NB. Let's see. That would be New Brunswick. Woo-hoo. See how good I am at geography?
1: Yeah. So if someone wants also, to follow us, how can they do that? They just go on over to, what is it, twitter.com Twitter slash animal radio? at animal radio. Oh, I'm, I'm being told there's also a link from the front page of animal dot com. That's true, okay. yeah. You don't think it's a fad? How does
5: this? Twitter's been around a couple of years now. It's still picking up. I think it's still got some legs in it.
1: So mm. I guess animal radio isn't a fad.
5: How could you possibly even say that about us? We've been around 10 years.
1: Ya boob. This is Animal Radio.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio.
1: Guardian's gonna be on? Henry's guardian, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, Henry doesn't speak very well on the radio. Uh, so he's a cat. I know. So I decided it'd be easier just to get the guardian.
1: Okay. That's uh, that's, a wise, that's why you're the producer and I'm yeah. just the... Um,
2: You'd still blowhard. be calling for the cat. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah.
1: Cat, talk to us. Henry is a very talented cat. Henry has uh, learned how to make art, fiber art. Yes. And Ooh. he's used his very sharp claws that once was ripping up the couch to actually now create art that's being shown in a uh, museum and on a website and wow. we'll find out a little bit about that later on. There's so many alternatives to decline. It yes. really shouldn't be something that you jump towards.
6: No. Well, heck, and if he's making money at it, too, that's, that's what, Sign up the cat. Lemons,
1: <laughs> lemons into lemonade. Uh, if you're doing your shopping yet, well, a couple of days, excuse me, a couple of weeks away from Black Friday and you might head out to uh, do your shopping, whether it's for your family, your four-legged family or your two-legged family. If you're getting an Xbox. Game this year. There's a warning. Bobby has a warning for you. It could save you a lot of money, especially <laughs> if you have maybe a very smart dog, very smart uh, cat, iguana, uh, fish. If you have one of those fish that jumps out of the tank and can actually mm. use your charge card, you, you're going to want to watch out for this. She has the news on the way in just a few minutes. And Dr. Debbie, how are you doing?
6: I'm doing great. Hey, did I tell you my niece saved the classroom lizard? Saved the cl- oh no, not what with happened? that CPR. I'm assuming no. Okay. Well, she called she called her aunt Debbie, and I oh. gave her some tips and sent her some stuff. But what, she healed as it? The, um it was not eating and not pooping, and those go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> but I gave her a lot of information. They changed the way that they were taking care of the lizard, and what? um her teacher said that she was a buddy veterinarian. It just warmed my heart. Oh, I bet Aww. it did.
1: Now, I know reptiles, they're so temperamental. I had a gecko uh, once, twice, maybe even three times, and even small weather <laughs> changes uh, really affected the reptile.
6: They sure do. I mean, you know, we don't do a, a good job a lot of times at taking care of animals' needs that when they come from the wild. You know, indoor living, sometimes, you know, there's problems with the husbandry, so yeah. So what was wrong with the, uh,
1: the classroom reptile?
6: He was dehydrated. Oh, there wasn't enough clue. moisture. She lives in Arizona, and oh. we didn't have enough moisture in the little guy's enclosure. So uh, once that got fixed, everything else came around, so it was pretty good.
1: It's great to have a relative as a veterinarian. <laughs>
6: yeah.
1: you, gotta, you gotta love that. Yeah. You ready to answer some calls? Because I'll tell you I what, this, we, we celebrate our connection with our pet every weekend, a couple hours we get together, and this is like a big family of pet lovers. And you can ask Dr. Debbie a question about your animal, or you can just call to say hello, or if there's a dog behavior problem, Bloddy's here. We have experts that can address your problems, or we just—you know—we just say hello. Call us at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this?
13: Hi, my name's Melissa.
1: Hey, Melissa, how you doing?
13: Real good. How are you guys today? Very, Very good. good. Thank you.
1: Very good. How can we help you?
13: Um, I was just listening to the call from the guy that uh, was giving Bloddy a hard time from St. Paul. Oh yeah. Yes. And um, my—I'm an eighteen-wheeler truck driver too, and my second occupation that god has been so gracious to give me is i rescue animals Great. while i'm trucking wow and, and i have an overabundance right now and i have a dog that uh i would say he may be like a shelty, beagle mix some some kind of a medium-sized dog i think he's about 40 pounds
1: uh-huh. And, and, is and tr- are, are all of these dogs traveling with you right now
13: yes they are and wow. cats too and how many <laughs> cats I, <laughs> all in the truck, I all in the three cab. Kittens. Yeah, I, I just rescued three kittens out of a dumpster wow. in St. Louis. <laughs> uh, but I rescued this dog back uh, last April, him and his brother, and I was able to find a home for his brother. Um, but I have him left, and he's great. He's truck trained. He's ready to go. He's a good dog. He barks. When anybody's around, I think it'd be perfect for that guy if I could just get a hold of him.
1: Oh, so what you're, so. What you're saying is the guy that just called who was looking for a good uh, truck dog, you, yeah. a- you actually have a dog that might fit that description.
13: Exactly. I'd like to talk to him about it, see if he'd be interested anyway. Like I said, I'm trying to... Not- is
2: it okay if I pass your number on to him?
13: Absolutely. I'd love that. If you will call you back, I'll leave my number with you, and that'd be terrific. If he's, also, if if he's, he's still listening now, to...
1: he might call us back. Call us back if you're still listening now. I yeah, forgot what his name was.
13: Terrific. I can't remember his first name okay. either because he was giving Vladi a hard time. I was laughing. But I well, everybody gives Vladi
1: a hard time. <laughs> <Yeah.
13: laughs> Vladi gives great advice, though. I really enjoy your show, too, you guys.
1: Well, you know what? You remind me of like the truck version of Rescue, Inc., there, exactly, have you seen? Exactly,
13: exactly I really want to, those guys um, that did that show, Trick My Truck to turn my truck into a moving animal shelter, I think that would be so cool
1: I, I love this, you know what we should see what we can do for you see see how we can help you, because I admire oh what you're doing there it,
13: it, 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 they, and it's amazing, these animals always seem to get along, no matter how many little extra passengers I take they all get along, and eventually I find them. but like I said I do have kittens also, if anybody would like to Little black and white kittens, little tuxedo style kitten. Oh, <laughs> <them> call me.
2: <laughs> no, don't tell me that. I'm a sucker for a tuxedo. How many animals? What's the most animals you've traveled with at one time?
13: Um, let's see. At one time, I had a, a baby chicken that had fallen out of a chicken <laughs> truck. I had a snake. I've had tarantulas. I've had the dogs and the cats. Um, I had a, a broken winged hawk one time. I just, just, you wouldn't believe the assortment.
1: Wow. And, and how yeah. many are with you right now, Melissa?
13: Oh, let's see. I think I've got eight. <laughs> Jeez.
11: Wow!
1: So I guess you it's own crazy. your own truck, right? You own your <laughs> yes. own truck.
13: Yes, yeah. absolutely. A lot of companies
1: won't allow animals on.
13: You know what? They are getting better about it. There yeah. are companies now that are kind of opening that that barrier because they realize, I mean, our animals are our families. It's like you're a human families I mean they rider policies are rider policies so it is getting better, just like with the hotels. The hotels are now more accommodating to us animal people.
1: So. Well, that's good. I, I say if your company doesn't allow it, then just quit, quit your job and, and find another <laughs> I have, company.
13: I have actually told people that, that when they left companies, I said, tell them the reason that you're leaving is because you just can't stand to be away from your animals. And maybe they'll get the big message eventually that, you know, we want to have our families with us too. <laughs> okay. Melissa,
1: one more time, what kind of dog is it you're trying to adopt?
13: Um, I'd say it's like it looks like maybe a Sheltie Beagle mix, or, or uh, possibly uh, in the Terrier family. It's uh, brown and white spotted, cute little dog. I just had him uh, um, um, neutered and he's had his shots. He's ready to go.
1: <laughs> okay, very good. We're going to put you on hold. I'll let Judy get on the phone with you here and get all your information. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening.
0: This is, this is Animal, Animal Radio, Radio. Network. Network.
1: Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. one 405 8405 The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Susan Sims, Bobby. All at your beck and call. Who's this? Hello? Hi, who is this?
15: Yeah, my name's Ken. I'm a truck driver also that uh, was just listening to this other caller that just called in.
1: Oh, he's asking what kind of dog would make a good road dog, huh?
15: I'll, I'll tell you, I have a Corgi.
1: A Corgi, okay.
15: And he is 11 months old now, and he is just one of the finest truck dogs that you can <laughs> ever ask for.
1: What makes him so good? What's his name?
15: Well, his name is Thumper.
1: Thumper? Thumper. Thumper.
15: Yeah, because when he was running across the hardwood floor, he, like, pounced and and made a thumping sound. Oh,
1: okay, okay. (laughs) How cute.
15: But what is very good with these dogs for trucks, uh, you know, he was asking about protection and stuff. And they're very loyal, and he loves to lay down underneath the driver's seat. Ah, So if somebody does break into the truck, you know, they're considered a medium-sized dog. Yes. Uh, and they're, uh, they've... I heard the Vikings used to use these dogs for guard dogs on the ships. Wow.
1: Oh. So they make good guard dogs for the for the truck.
15: Yes, excellent dog. The, I mean, I am so pleased uh, with this dog. He is unbelievable.
1: Does Thumper like traveling a new city every day?
15: He loves it. And he, uh... He's never had an accident in this truck. If he needs to go out, he lets me know. And we get to walk about two miles a day. They do need a lot of exercise, so ever since I got him, I lost 25 pounds.
1: They have those uh, short legs, too, so 25. How how far do you walk him a day?
15: Uh, We do about two miles a day. Wow.
1: That's a lot.
15: Yes, and he loves it. He is very fit because a lot of these sporties get overweight. And they're prone to diabetes, so you just have to feed them a very good dog food and, uh, you know, exercise. And it gets you out of the truck, too.
1: Yeah. Keeps you in shape.
15: You know, so I am very pleased with this dog and very highly recommended breed.
1: Well, I don't know if I could walk two miles a day. Well, (laughs) you know,
15: uh, uh, I didn't think so either, but we run up here. I live in Denver, so we had just had that big snowstorm. Oh, yeah. We were up in South Dakota making deliveries, and he just loves the snow. The deeper it is, the better.
1: <laughs> Even with those short legs.
15: Yeah, he just absolutely he looks like a little rabbit jumping across the snow.
2: Well, then Thumper fits in perfectly. Yes.
15: In fact, you know, but he is definitely, they are definitely a fun dog. Definitely highly recommended.
1: Okay, so uh, Ken recommends a Corgi for a traveling over-the-road a dog, Thumper, his dog. How long have you had Thumper?
15: I've had him 10 months now.
1: Oh, fresh. Is he a pup? Yes.
15: 11 months. Old. Yeah. 11 he, months? He's still a puppy.
1: Go give him a big old hug from all of us here at Animal Radio, yeah. will you?
15: Yeah, he's laying on my bunk back there now, just, you know, hanging <laughs> out. We're almost home for the uh, weekend, so.
1: I can't believe that some uh, OTR companies actually don't allow dogs on the road with, uh, it, it just seems like a gimme. Yeah.
15: yeah. You know, it's uh, our company doesn't really mind it. Um, you know, there are a lot out there that do, but, you know, like I said, uh, with a lot of these drivers being obese and stuff, yeah. it gets you out of the truck, you have to get out and do something.
4: Yeah. Okay. And,
15: uh, you know, we exercise all the time, and I just love having my dog sit and everything, and we have three of them. So, you know, this, this one here is my truck dog.
1: Oh, the others stay at home, huh?
15: Yeah, the others are dorgies. They're corgi dachshunds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dorgies. So,
15: you know, they're big they're dogs, too, you know. And, uh, but they're, they're definitely a house dog. You know, they, they just like being at home. And my wife didn't want to separate them. So she's like, you got to get yourself a dog.
1: <laughs> mm, I love it. Ken, thank you so much for calling today. Hey,
15: I love this show. I've always heard about it, and I actually am working today because of the snowstorm getting back home, and uh, it's the first time I ever listened, and I'm really enjoying it. Okay,
1: thank well, we you. don't have any Denver affiliates yet, so you're going to have to catch us on XM, and of course, we uh, rebroadcast on Sundays, too, so yes. you have a couple opportunities.
15: So, I'm going to have to tell my wife because she's a science diet at rest. Oh. Oh. So, you know, she's going to have to
1: listen to this show, too, tomorrow. Damn straight. Okay. Ken, okay. thanks for your call. Have a great day. You, too. This is Animal Radio.
8: Celebrating our connection with
1: our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang in Technicolor were available. Void were prohibited. Yes, we are in Technicolor. (laughs) At least here we are. We're all working on. I see that you're working on a story over there on monkey retribution. That's all that Judy's telling me. Something to do with coconuts and monkeys.
5: Well, can I just say that it is not a good idea
1: to beat your monkey? Don't beat your monkey. Details on the way right here on Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. I just realized that cats, too. For for a while, oh. Petco didn't uh, stock the, pat, the cat version, but they do now, and we feed it to our cats. They absolutely love it. You love them like family. I do. So feed them like family with blue. Uh, did you want me to go to the which one? Let's go
13: to line one. We have Emily waiting. Hey, Emily. How are you doing? Hi. Good. How are you?
1: Good. I have Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here. Hi,
3: Emily. Okay. Hi. Go ahead, um,
13: I have a dog. Her
11: name's Roseanne. I got her the day she was going to be euthanized at an animal shelter. Oh, um,
13: she is a French bull pit bull mix, and I've had her about two years now. She's um, wonderful, doesn't have any behavior issues other
11: than when she gets off of her leash. She runs and will not listen to me whatsoever. And I, I've tried taking her to obedience classes, and it just doesn't work. And I don't know what else to do with her.
3: <laughs> okay, what obedience classes did you take? What methods um, I, were used? What methods? I don't want to hear about company, but what methods were used?
11: Um, I, well, basically, just trying to get her to walk beside me to sit when I say what sit. Color used? What color been What color? One of the chain ones, you know, were the choke mm-hmm. collars, I guess, mm-hmm. where you pull up on them.
3: Yes, I would like to, for everybody's listening, just tell you I'm. Totally against chalk colors because I believe it's one of the most not just a cruel. It just doesn't work and it can injure the dog. Now there Amen. is yes, but uh, take a deep breath because what I may say you after that maybe you will not uh, feel comfortable in the beginning. But you will see the light at the end of the channel. But there is another color which is uh, looks terrible. Looks. Dangerous, looks like you're going to poke that dog's neck and such and such. In reality, that color was designed like an alternative to the chalk color because it's imitating doggy mama teeth. It's just squeezing evenly all over and create the biting effect. As we all know, even plastic knife can be extremely dangerous weapon in the wrong hands, so if you don 't know what you 're doing, you can even you know uh, harm the dog with the regular color and I saw it a lot um, but pinch color considering very safe if you get the right one. I would like to emily you stop by your local store and look for the German pinch color German. It's a Herm Springer, yes? Uh, Her- Herm Springer, and you know what? I'm going to put a link right on the front of AnimalRadio.com. Okay, because they are made from the steel. They are not made from the wire like a, like it's in China. They're very durable, very humane, very safe, and works as the magic. So make sure, get that one with quick release. They always come with quick release. And also, please um, get... Um, Close if if the come commands all what you are interested in, get the light line which is closed line. that's you can go it's like a rope. A rope. You can get it from any hardware store. Get a 20 feet or 15 feet and let the dog run around and used to that sensation of wearing that line. Leash is not going to work because leash is heavy. Leash is not giving the, your dog feeling of being on its own. And this line will give your dog feeling of being on its own. Choose the moment when your dog do something else because most dogs listen to us when nothing better to do. If something better than listen to us, they they're gone. So see if your see if your dog is looking for some trouble, and say uh, whatever the dog's name is. Let's say uh, Max, come. And the Max tell you, forget your mommy, or something better. <laughs> From that time, grab the step on the end of the line and surprise it by the bottom of your heart. S- grab it and snap that dog toward you. One time, quick snap, never pull. Never pull. Make sure you always have a slack before you snap. Because if you don't have a slack, you cannot snap. If you cannot snap, you cannot duplicate the bite. If you cannot duplicate bite, it's going to become human correction and not canine correction, which is not good. So once you get his attention, he looks at you, and you just kneel down and say, "Come on, baby, come, come, come." He comes. Give him treats. Make sure combinative approach always work, works better. If he doesn't come, pick it up, snap it. He comes. Good boy and use the pinch color. Don't use the choke color. Those two things, a long line like a rope and pinch color will make a big difference. But Emily, I really, really highly suggest you uh, get my DVD Obedience for Life which is on top of everything which is I just explained to you. There is probably 35 more things you can learn. This is the award winning European dog training system.
1: Can I give one out?
3: <laughs> Judy trained you really well without Finch. color I just like giving the listeners stuff. You know, you know and this is a good Give them you know
5: some swag. You know, I can,
3: Emma, I cannot give you a DVD, but I can give you something else because <laughs> because DVD will teach your dog how to obey you and basically will meet your dog uh, mental needs. But you also needs to somehow make your dog physical needs, and I would like to uh, give give to you amazing uh, training device for exercising your dog basically it's a uh, stick with the rope and toy attach it but it's done in a very unique way you can just basically stay in the place without breaking sweat and just uh, you know wave left and right and the dog going to chase back and forth like a crazy because it's so realistic animal.
1: Well see with this you can actually sit on the couch and watch your show eating potato chips and getting really large <laughs> while like you exercise practice. exactly the name practice
3: of the toy is fishing. That's
5: what the cat
3: you, you can even Get get the, with the cat at, uh, attached to the end of the rope. Yeah. <laughs> She'll like it to say. The name of the toy is Chase It Pet Toys. You even can Google them. Chase It Pet Toys. And you're gonna give her one? Yes. Uh, if you email me at an, uh, and uh, Vladi at animalradio.com, Vladi. You know how it's called, Vladi. V L A D A E. Vladi at animalradio.com with your address, I will send it to you. Okay, Emily?
10: Thank you very much. You're
3: most welcome. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. This is the Vladi. Uh, When the Vladi talks, everyone is listening. I'm thinking
1: there's a lot of Emily's that are going to pick up on this story today. Don't you
3: think?
0: Good day, animal lovers, and it it's time for your resident party animal, and that'd be me, Vinny Penn. Uh, just hung up the phone with uh, my sister who lives out in Las Vegas. She had to go because she was having what she called a play date with her dog. She has a girlfriend who got uh, the same dog, same time as her. They're uh, Technically, the dogs are uh, brothers. I don't know, brother and sister or sisters. I don't know. I never inquire about the sex of the animal when a dog is introduced into a family. But she said, yeah, we're having a play date with the dogs. And I said, well, this, this is a brilliant idea. And she said, yeah, she comes over once a week and we let the dogs play in the yard. And then we get to catch up. We also have a yappy hour, she said. And I, and I said, excuse me? She goes, yeah, yappy hour. You know, we, we have drinks. We'll crack open a couple of bottles of wine. And I thought to myself, this is not a play date for the dogs. No matter what clever name you come up with whatever guys this is an excuse for you to uh, get drunk with uh your girlfriend uh, under the ruse that you care about your animals and then um drive the little guy home drunk I, 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 and i've met her friend Anne Marie before i could see her propping her dog up in her lap and having that dog steer the car yappy hour mini Pen, party animal animal radio <laughs> you're listening to animal radio You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
9: When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio.
8: Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. If you have over $12,000 in credit card bills, call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. We have a proven program that can cut the amount you owe and get you out of debt faster than you think. Every day we help people with too much credit card debt. Find out what we can do for you. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation.
1: Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Hi, this
13: is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals, I am home listening to Animal Radio. <laughs> what?
1: You're quite the dancer there, Judy.
2: No, I'm miming that I'm in a box. Oh, <laughs> That's not funny.
1: Especially dead oh, yeah. musician <laughs> background. The whole gang is here. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And Vlade helping you with all your dog problems. Vinnie Penn, an animal communicator. Joy Turner. You know I'm a skeptic when it comes to joy. No, I've well, noticed no. that why I, why cuz I'm, I'm a, I prefer a more scientific approach. I don't necessarily don't you believe. watch it. the ghost whisperer oh, no. this is true. Yeah, I you guess know, it's you, just, wrong
2: with you you, you got to have your own experience. Once you have one of those experiences, you'll be able to open believer. your mind yeah, you to gotta the be, possibilities. Exactly. You got to be open to it for it to happen.
1: You see, I thought it was a chick thing, but then the calls, there's a lot of guys that are calling <laughs> in.
5: A chick yeah, thing. Well, thanks, thanks for not being at all sexist, Hal. Right? Okay.
1: Well, if you want to talk closer, to reach over and smack him. Okay, Cute. thank you. If you want to talk to Joy, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, or like me, if you prefer the more scientific approach with Dr. Debbie, uh, she's here at your beck and call. Or Vlade, I believe is she there on the phone? Oh, this is cool. Yes. Last week we were talking about decline, and would you believe? Would you believe that a lot of people don't know? that this is a procedure that, for the most part, is illegal in most civilized nations, but is a uh-huh. mutilation up to the first knuckle. They figure, oh, the cat's scratching my furniture.
2: Yeah, what's more important, your furniture or your cat? Well, you know, there's
1: ways to get your cat to stop scratching the furniture. There
2: are alternatives.
1: Lots of alternatives. And uh, cement furniture is what we have here. But <laughs> you can train no. your cat to use a scratching post. They need and those is. claws.
5: Cover your scratching post with catnip. Trust me, it works.
1: They will only go to that post. Now, we have Anita McCormick on the phone. She has a special cat, uh, Henry. I've seen pictures. Isn't he cute? I love tuxedo kitties. uh, These are so cute. She's turned this whole thing into kind of uh, you make lemons out of lemonade, make lemonade out of lemons. She's done that with Henry. Tell us about Henry, Anita.
14: Well, Henry is a black and white tuxedo cat. Uh huh. And he has always liked to scratch.
1: Uh Uh Uh-oh. As they do, as all cats do.
14: Yes. I had Henry since he was an eight-week-old kitten. I got him as a companion cat to a cat that I had adopted from the Humane Society. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately... The uh, first cat I got, Alice, her previous owners had declawed her, so oh. she had to be an indoor-only cat. Mm-hmm. And she kept looking outside and wanting to play with other cats, and uh, most of those cats would have been a bit rough for her, I'm afraid. Sure. So I got her a kitten, and that kitten turned out to be Henry. Like I said, he always liked to scratch, and of course, his first targets were the living room furniture. Yeah. Yes. And so I had, uh, you know, decided to uh, buy Henry a scratching post, and that worked for a while. But as Henry got, uh, you know, closer to his adult size, the uh, scratching post wasn't quite big enough, and it would turn over, and then he would go back to scratching the chairs again.
2: Okay. So what do
14: you? And I had heard from someone that, you know, instead of using a scratching post, if you have a larger cat, that a good alternative is to get some scraps of the carpet and nail it to the wall.
2: What a great idea. Oh,
14: that's genius. Yeah. And then when the cat scratches, the post doesn't turn over and he can just scratch to his heart's content. So I went to a surplus store and got some uh, carpet scraps and nailed it to the wall. And I had some uh, catnip spray at the time, and I sprayed that on so he would, you know, start to using that instead of the chair. Yeah, and yeah. he really went for it.
7: Uh-huh.
14: And uh, as time went on, he started. I mean, he, he was, you know, doing the regular scratching. And the uh, carpet that I had bought for him had the uh, complete loops. It wasn't the uh, cut carpet. And uh-huh. he started pulling the loops out, and it was making some interesting designs.
1: And of course, they were already <laughs> it, hanging on the wall, so you probably had this really idea.
14: Cool, it, it reminds
5: me of the macrame art, being a child of the sixties. Yes, it's very throwback to that. It's really cool.
14: Right. And uh, anyhow, after while, well, you know, he'd almost you know scratch at the pieces, and I was, you know, taking that piece off and putting another piece up, and I thought, you know, that's too nice to throw away. I'm going to put a hanger on that and hang it
1: on my wall. Uh, explain that to your friends. So you've, you've essentially made art out of Henry's scratched up carpets, right?
14: Well, Henry made art. I just, you know, all at once recognized that, you know, this was a thing of beauty. It wasn't just something that, you know, an animal like most people think of as an animal had scratched. That this was a, you know, a piece of modern art. And I put it on the wall and when some people saw it that hadn't, you know, seen it as a work in progress, they just, you know, were amazed, and they wondered, you know, well, where did you get something like that? And, you know, did you make it? Did you buy it at an art show? And I said, my cat Henry made that. And they, and they How were, did they react? Yes, and at, at first they were just like a cat made that, and then they thought, well, I guess he could. And then I showed them the piece that he was currently working on, and they sometimes had the opportunity to see him actually in the process of mm-hmm. creating a wall hanging. And um, and wow. I finally got enough nerve up to call the library and say, you know, I have a piece that my cat made. Would you like to look at it? And they really did like the idea. They wanted to see oh, it good. before they said yes. But uh-huh. and, they, and then they really loved it like you know, the people that had seen it in my apartment had.
1: So you two probably sit together and do your art together,
14: (laughs) It's it's usually at separate times, but yes, I mean, I think that we both recognize the artist in each other.
1: Uh, He can
2: now commission carpets. People can give him carpets of certain colors to match their Mm. decor and let Henry, you know, make art with them and they can hang it in their home and it'll match everything.
1: Do, Do a lot of people do that?
14: I don't know, but I would just like to see other cats have the opportunity to be artists too. Sure. It isn't just that Henry's an artist. A lot of cats like to scratch to express their creativity. Is
1: there a place that we can see Henry's art. I mean, is he uh, on tour? Is there a museum? Is there a book? Is there a website? Anything we can?
14: Uh, he currently does have a piece of his art at the Bangor Public Library, okay. but if you don't live in Maine, yeah, he does I have don't. a website.
1: Okay, what's the website?
14: Okay, the website is Henry the Feline Fiber Artist dot WordPress
1: dot. Okay, I'll tell you what. We're going to link to that from AnimalRadio.com just because AnimalRadio.com is easier to remember. Good. Uh, HenryTheFelineFiberArtist.wordpress.com if you want to go directly there. Of course, we link to everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. This is very, very cool stuff, Anita. Thank you so much. We appreciate you sharing it with us. 1-866-405-8405 to get in touch with any one of the Dream Team. Vlade just took off citing a family emergency, but that's okay. We have the equally qualified Dr. Debbie with uh, your dog behavior questions as well as your vet medical questions. How many dogs do you have at home anyway?
6: I have two. I have two Labradors, so they're always a little challenge (laughs) for anyone who has labs. You love them, but they're they're silly.
1: (laughs) Isn't that the way it is?
6: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Hi, Joan. How are you?
11: Okay. How are you?
1: Very good. What's on your mind?
11: Uh, Well, we have a 10-week-old Bichon pup. And we've had her now for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, She's great with a crate. She has done nothing in her crate. My main problem is she will sit on our laps for sometimes a half hour, 45 minutes. But other times she jumps to get up and all she does is bite your hand. Ooh. What, is that a puppy thing or is it something bad?
6: Now, when she's biting your hand, is it what's going on at that time? Is it she's up on your lap and then she starts nibbling on you, or is it if you're trying to remove her from your lap?
11: No, I don't. Well, sometimes she'll want to get down. I mean, she if she just um, you know she gets up and you start to cuddle her and she'll start that. I think it's playing, but oh, um, okay. you know, I, I talked to it, and he said she deserves time out. But I thought the the crate was too you know, her bit, and I didn't. I didn't know you used that as a
6: timeout. Well, we don't want the crate to become a place of punishment because then that's the the negative uh, association with the area. But in some ways, we will use it if a pet is overstimulated. And with puppies that do the nibbling behaviors, the the first and the foremost thing is we we have to teach them that that's not appropriate. Um, So a lot of people, and especially a lot of guys in the households, may allow their dogs to play with their hands or to nibble on them or they play rough house. And that's bad because you're teaching them that the, the human hand is a play toy and they can't right. discern when it's when it's good and when it's not appropriate judy does that
1: with her dog
6: i'm guilty i just want to
1: call her i want to call
6: her right now on that <laughs> yeah I,
1: yep. I thought it was only a man thing no
7: <laughs> not. well
1: uh,
11: we, we anybody can we do have a lot of toys and we'll, we'll try to distract her and give her a toy and then she runs around and and uh you know and barks and everything in
14: her toys
6: yes and exactly that is what i my usual technique for dealing with the nippy puppy is um if your hands are just the object that are closest to her mouth the best thing to do is to give her a substitute an appropriate substitute a toy um a little chew item something that you can give her and and let her have that outlet because dogs They chew. It's kind of how they explore the world. So we want to give that positive, um, reinforcement. Here's what you should have. Now, if a, if a puppy is getting over exuberant and we just have kind of the, the crazed puppy syndrome, you know, where they're running around the house and they're they're just like alligator puppies. When that happens, that's when I'm up for a puppy timeout because there's nothing you're going to do in a training technique that's really going to settle that puppy down. Uh Um, so in those situations, I will do puppy timeouts. But the other thing we have to do also is make sure we do give them plenty of activity, uh, running and chasing something. You know, puppies have all this energy, and if we don't let that ex- expend, then it kind of blows up in inappropriate times, uh-huh. uh, with our you know with humans or when you're trying to sleep and they're biting on your toes. Oh wait, that's a cat.
11: <laughs> <laughs> but she placed in her crate all night long. She's she's very good about that. I think we came a long way very quickly with that matter. Right now, she's
10: pulling my shoelace.
2: You, You know, one thing I did, I had a problem with a cat that did this as well as a dog. When they bite, I yelled, ouch! real loud and it startled and they stopped and then i stopped Ah. and i stopped playing with them and they're like wait a minute you know play no play time's over if you're gonna fight rough and then wait a while and try it again and they realize that if they bite you and you say ouch then it's all over with this was with the cat yeah
6: yeah Yeah. and well that definitely works the, the technique of using the ouch or the, the, what I like to do is I bark. Oh, <laughs> I actually wow. yipe. So that, you know, if we have puppies that are all playing together, um, they learn how to bite and play and, and when a bite is too hard. And if you watch puppies playing, you'll see that when that happens. They'll be playing and then some, all of a sudden you hear a puppy go, ah! And then the the game Uh stops, and everyone freezes. And that's exactly what Judy's referring to, is if you use that ouch as a way to tell your puppy, hey, this is it, this is no, that's inappropriate, they understand that. And that's very close to doggy language. So I like that. Can I hear (laughs) your
1: bark again? I want to hear your bark, Doc. Oh, my?
6: Oh I love sounds how just, cute is that. Sounds just like Daisy.
1: <laughs> we
11: we go to Florida in the winter for a while and I said we weren't we were not snowbirds yet because we didn't
1: have a yappy pup. Oh wow, there so you go. <laughs> Give that a shot, let us know how it works. We appreciate your call today.
14: Okay, thanks
1: very much. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the dream team. Well except Vlade, who just took off out of here running something. I think he ran out of uh
8: Aww. <laughs> This is Animal Radio.
13: Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals.
9: This is an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter,
5: the only litter made from whole kernel corn. Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Santa Monica, California is one paw closer to banning the practice of declawing cats. The City Council voted in favor of an ordinance that makes procuring, performing, or assisting in declawing a misdemeanor with a $500 fine and possible prison time. The six to one vote to adopt the ordinance came after two and a half hours of public discussion. And this year, we had an unusually high number of dog movies in the theaters, and now some of them are competing for the canine version of the Oscar. The Fidos, that's the world's first international awards for canine stars, announced their nominees, making the list, no surprise here, Marley and Me, Bolt, and Up. They're vying for categories like Best Comedy Canine and Best Historical Hound, and George Clooney got a nod for voicing Mr. Fox in the upcoming Fantastic Mr. Fox. A panel of British film critics will pick the winners that will be announced in London, coming up on November 22nd. Here is yet another reason why consumers should never leave their credit card information saved on their Xbox game systems. uh uh-huh, yeah. A Virginia dog owner, who is also a rabid video game player, sorry for the pun, did just that and awoke one morning to find a very slobbery remote control and $60 worth of credit card charges. <laughs> Seems that Greg Strope's dog got hold of the remote, racked up 5,000 non-refundable Xbox, Xbox Live Marketplace points, Strofe's still trying to figure out just how the dog turned the game system on. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at animalradio.com. Oh. (laughs) <laughs>
1: my turn
9: this has been an animal radio news update brought to you by world's best cat litter did you know being left unattended outside can put cats at risk for injuries and sickness feline leukemia and feline aids is much more prevalent among outdoor cats indoor cats live longer think about keeping your furry friend indoors get more tips from dr mcpete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com radio
8: Hi, this is Johnny from Johnny the Sprites. You're listening to Animal Radio, and I'm proud to
15: adopt.
1: Looking over my Christmas list for my animals. Already, my cat wants a BMW this year. Apparently.
2: Oh yeah, I get it.
1: So that's how that's going to work. Yeah, no, my gonna,
2: dog wants a Mercedes. A Mercedes,
1: a yeah. Mercedes, and a BMW. Yeah. It's interesting how they're. You know, it used to be bones they I wanted know. or What's that treats. About? My dogs would
6: be happy with like a little bit of table food, and they know that ain't coming. Because
1: <laughs> you won't, you will never give them table scraps. I
6: am very strict. I'm a very strict mom. Um, so and, and they're healthy. That yeah, That'll be something that. they'll be wishing yeah. for. But that's only because you love them. Now, what do you think
1: about this dog that uh, Bobby's been talking about? About two hundred forty-five pounds. It's a four-year-old Jeez. dog, forty-two inches tall. It's, a, of course, a Great Dane. Wouldn't it look so cute next to Ladybug?
6: <laughs> oh my goodness! That, she would dwarf Ladybug. <laughs>
1: George eats over a hundred pounds of food each month and sleeps in his own twin-sized bed. So they did. I can bit.
2: picture that. My gosh!
1: If you're thinking about getting a bed or any kind of product for the holidays for your uh, your furry friend. We're going to have our top picks for the holidays coming to the website here at animalradio.com. Ooh, that's Some great fun. ideas. And if you want to be included in this year's countdown, make sure you get in touch with Judy or send your, your product in to be reviewed. Uh, all the information at animalradio.com. Are we going back to the phones? Yes. Oh, good. Lucky, lucky. Right. Hi, Abby. Hey, Abby. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Where are you?
11: I'm out in the middle of
1: Texas. Out in the middle of Texas. You must be a driver, yes? Yes. We're.
11: Uh, yeah, I'm over a road truck driver.
1: Okay. What's going on with your pet?
11: well uh I have a cat he's uh about twelve years old and um uh, for as long as I can for a long time he's have a, a skin problem that he constantly licks um uh, his belly and his legs and sometimes it can get really sore and everything I was just trying to i put stuff on it while I'm home to try to you know keep him from licking it and stuff and occasionally mm-hmm. it'll get better but then sometimes it just comes right back and I don't know what to do to make him to get it better
6: Okay, and this is something he's been battling for some time or is it just in more recent months or years
11: Oh, it's been years um, okay. so I, I don't know I mean maybe there's a certain type of food I've tried um, the vet tried a uh, cortisone shot that didn't mm-hmm. help and then I've tried like omega threes, but he won't eat anything that has that in there
6: Oh yeah, that's the fun part when veterinarians prescribe things and you're supposed to actually give them, huh?
11: <laughs> yeah, we realize that. <laughs> I've, I've tried to give it to him, but he just won't eat it. If you yeah. know, and, and antibiotics and stuff like that, he, you know, and I got him a vitamin the other day, and he chowed that down, but. Within
6: minutes, he threw it up. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, with what you're describing in kitties, um, kitties that have sores on their body, sometimes they'll lick them uh, where the hair is actually bald in the area. There can be little pimple-type changes or sometimes even more what we call a plaque, where there's kind of like a red, flat sore. All of those kind of changes, when I hear of that going on in a cat's skin, the first thing that comes to mind is really allergic, uh, type problems. And we can have allergies in dogs and cats that really could be pretty much anything environmental from the pollens, the, the wool blanket on your, uh, on your chair, um, to things in, in the air. Pollens, trees, uh, grasses. We can also be allergic or pets can be allergic to foods and even the presence of insects in their environment. So all of these things can kind of cause a pet to itch or scratch. And in cats the first thing that I like to look at when we have these signs is their food. And I will very commonly prescribe a hypoallergenic diet. And we do that for about six weeks to eight weeks um, to see if there's some improvement. Um, There's a lot of different types of hypoallergenic diets out there. So you want to work with your veterinarian. Whether we're picking something that's what we call a hydrolyzed protein diet or one that's more of a novel protein diet something that's kind of unusual like kangaroo or venison or some other type of protein source there Um, but that can be one of the first things that I will do for a pet with this type of problem um After that, then I'll look at some other things, and you mentioned steroid shots, and that can also help for pets with allergies. The fact that it didn't really help doesn't mean that it's not an allergy, and in fact I'll oftentimes try a different type of steroid. Some pets do better with a shot form of one variety or another, or some will do better with a tablet form, so there's still some room for um, trying things in that avenue. And then also, we'll definitely, Abby. I would make sure that we are using regular flea control because that's definitely one of the big things that causes a cat with itchiness or um, with skin sore. So that, that's a big thing there. He's um, indoor.
11: He's an indoor cat, strictly indoor, and he doesn't have any fleas. I caught one ahead. on him before, and and I I took and treated that.
6: So. Yeah, well, and, and even you know, even for a pet that's indoors, if there's other animals in the environment, um, or we have from some, some pretty sneaky uh, fleas, they can still um, be a concern. So, if you got a dog or a cat that goes outside and he doesn't, then um, you still have to keep that on your radar um but it is less one. likely <laughs> okay yeah. good 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 <laughs> so so yeah i would really see about maybe trying some of those diet modifications and then um you know sometimes it's worth spending the extra effort and sometimes the extra cost in getting an actual biopsy of the skin um so if there's things that you're better I can pick up at the store to the treat store your cat
11: he, he, yeah, uh, as far as food or anything like that, because the last few times he's been to the vet for his yearly, it's been one big to do. I mean,
12: why um, <laughs> rodeo, huh? been there.
11: He well, he go. He, the doctor don't even touch him. As soon as he walks in, he lets out a scream that could be heard for miles. And you know, I have to hold him real good, and and
6: mm-hmm.
11: he just it just freaks him out.
6: Yeah, he gets worse every well, year. Oh, golly. Well, the hard thing is that it sounds like, Abby, that you really have a, a dermatological condition in the kitty. So this isn't going to be something I think you're going to easily find, a product at a pet store to control. Um, when okay. cats have this type of skin disease, there's really something that's causing it. Um, and it sounds like you tried the fatty acids. Um, that's something pretty easy. You can, can give it a whirl. If that doesn't work, we may really need to take it to that next step. So, um okay. you know, I would really see, and if, if you're trying to solve this problem as quickly as we can possibly, then getting something like a skin biopsy is the most prudent thing. Because if you don't want to have your pet coming back and forth to the vet and try to get the answer as quickly as possible, that would be the thing I would do. And, uh, okay. you know, your vet might, might, uh, appreciate your, your honesty if that's what you want is you don't want to have your kitty upset coming to the vet. You know, we don't want that either because It puts us in jeopardy, and it makes us look bad to the the kitty. We want them to experience a good visit. Um, So, yeah, I I would definitely look into that. And, you know, if you can't bring the kitty in, talk to your veterinarian about maybe a hypoallergenic diet, and maybe that's something you can do without taking your kitty in there. Give that a shot, Abby. Yeah,
11: I'll I'll give it a shot. I'll give my vet a call and
1: find out. Let let us know how that works there. I
10: appreciate
11: your help. I appreciate you calling.
1: What kind of kitty litter do you use?
10: Um, I think it's Fresh Step right now. Fresh
1: Step. I'm going to send you a bag of World's Best Cat Litter. Can I do that? Have you ever tried that? It's a premium clumping litter. They're a brand new sponsor here at Animal Radio, and I happen to have a bag right here, and I'd like you to try it out, okay? I can do that. Okay, Abby. And you'll report back. Let me know how that works, too. Hold on for one Hi. second. You can call us all during the week at one 405 8405 or you can email us. Uh, all of our individual email addresses up at animalradio.com, as well as a coupon for World's Best Cat Litter. The only whole kernel corn cat litter we use it here at Animal Radio, and we're delighted to have them as a sponsor because we've been using it for a decade before at they least. ever came on board. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good stuff. And uh, you can get a $3 coupon off over at the website, as well as a $10 coupon off on One Shot Plus if you have a cat that urinates around the house and you're trying to stop that marking problem. Good stuff. All the information over at the website. Judy's screening calls right now for Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog behavior issues. Vinny Penn with your ha-ha-ha-ha. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Susan Sims, your travel talk. Bobby working on news. And apparently, the Xbox making the news uh, this year, if you're thinking about getting an Xbox. Of course, we are 40 shopping days away. It's not even it's Thanksgiving. Okay. Two weeks till Thanksgiving. Stop it.
12: We'd love but to hear saying, I-
1: why you're so thankful to have your pets this time of year. Yeah.
12: yeah. This is Animal Radio.
9: Let's face it. Life happens. From spills to pet stains, One Shot Plus Multi-Purpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get your now.
1: Hi, this is Bill Marr. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends.
0: For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Is
2: your dog a Lucky Dog? My dog is. She eats Lucky Dog Cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from Lucky Dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit LuckyDogCuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. LuckyDogCuisine.com. That's LuckyDogCuisine.com.
5: Does
15: your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find a solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM.
0: This is animal Radio, baby. One
1: eight six six four oh five eight four oh five to talk to any one of the animal radio dream team. Doctor Debbie. Answering your vet medical questions, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your most vexing dog behavior issues, if he can't solve it, frankly... Uh, there's nobody that can. I haven't seen anything. Have you, Has there ever been any problem that he hasn't been able to cure that you know of, Judy? Honestly. No,
2: you stumped me. I can't think of anything.
1: Okay. Vinnie Penn on the way. Animal communicator Joy Turner right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405
10: We have Tara on the phone. Hi, Tara. Hi, how are
11: you?
1: Good. You're on with Joy.
10: Hello, Hi, Tara. Hi, Joy.
11: Hi. Um, I have a little English setter that her name is Susie, and she has been exhibiting some uncharacteristic behavior after we boarded her. And I was just wondering if
7: she could tell me why. Okay. She asks me what uncharacteristic behavior is. So tell me what you're seeing that's uncharacteristic in your mind.
11: Okay. When, when she's outside in our 8x10 kennel, it, it, she's also got a kennel box there, when we used to pull up and to take her out, she would be jumping at the front gate. Now she won't really come out of the box, and it seems like she's afraid of my husband. And we
7: have to coax her
11: out, and she crawls out on her belly.
7: Okay. Yeah. she. Um, do you know the people that have the place where you kept her? Yes. I've been using them for years. They've had three of our dogs, and I actually called them to
11: find out if they had new employees, and she said she was going to run an investigation. And, yes, they did have a new employee, and I did have to board her there again for two days. And they kept her up front, and they made sure that she was in an area where everybody would see her at all times.
7: Yeah. Um, The uh, thing that she was showing me that led me to ask that question is that somebody was not happy and would bang on the... The kennel um, fencing if she would bark or basically they discouraged her from doing anything but being in there, being quiet, lying down. Really? So you might want to find out who this new employee is or if you don't care then just be sure that she stays up front because she tells me the last time she didn't see that person. I mean they walked by but they didn't actually do anything with her.
11: Okay. Alright.
7: So Uh, that's why she behaved like that and what I think would be a good thing to do, and I will do this, you probably should do it also, tell her how sorry we are that she had that bad experience with that person. Yeah,
11: we've done that with her.
7: Okay. And you'll make sure that that person doesn't get to have influence on her anymore, and that person has no influence when you come home. In fact, you love, and I'd really exercise or emphasize the word love, you love having her run out and jump and be so happy to see you coming. So if she could start doing that again, you would think it would be marvelous because that other person was wrong. Okay. All right. Very, very good. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, Dara, for your call. one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five 405 8405 to talk to Joy Turner. By the way, you can learn a lot more about her at her website, joyturner.com. Wait, we are now following
5: Bob Barker on Twitter. And I just sent him an email.
1: Oh, you'll get a restraining or order. Or a twit.
8: This is Animal
1: Radio.
13: Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio.
0: This is Animal Radio, baby.
1: Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. I look around this studio... Two weeks away from Thanksgiving, two weeks one day from Black Friday. We go, we'll all start shopping for our animals. And I'm so thankful to have all these animals around here. I look at uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, who's asleep right now, being so good. She's so good during the show.
6: I, you know, I think we actually bore her and put Just her to put sleep. Just put her to sleep? Yeah. Well, That's okay. it. Yeah. I thought, Hal, you were going to say something about we got to get ready for Thanksgiving after eating all this food and candy over the <laughs> Halloween holiday. I, I
1: worked that off already uh, because <laughs> I'll never, uh, phew, boy, that was uh, never again. I, yeah. uh, Until next year. Too much year. sugar. <laughs> but I'm ready ready for the big Thanksgiving dinner now and uh, ready to go shopping. If you're looking for great gifts for your animals, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. We've got some great product reviews. And we're also looking for reviewers. If you have a dog or a cat, that won't, you want to help us review some of this stuff? We get so much stuff this time of year. We need your help. Go head on over to the website and learn more about helping us review. Oh, and then there's a cute little cat over here. Boog the Studio Cat. And Dr. Debbie and Bobby. Just so thankful that we're all here. I'm getting schmaltzy around yes, this type you, you
6: are. <laughs>
1: to do that. Hey, Rex, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Let's talk football. I'm sorry. Well,
15: I have a eight-year-old schnauzer. And uh, about two years ago, I bought some Parvo shots from my brother-in-law. He has hunting dogs. And uh, he showed me how to give the shot and everything. And no problem but on my schnauzer i have two schnauzers and a pyrenees well on the older schnauzer uh no problem and on the pyrenees no problem but on the the little guy wally there's this lump or mass where i gave him the shot and uh i'm just wondering uh is there scar tissue that'll form from uh Giving a shot, or could it be cancers, or what? I'm, I'm just kind of, and I've left him at home. I'm a truck driver, and I've left him at home for about the last six months, and uh-huh. he's getting, he's getting fatter because, you know, he eats more. And oh, sure. I just wonder, you know, I, I just don't know what the, what the deal is, and the way things okay. are, I can't, you know,
6: so. And you said that you gave him the shot a couple of years ago, or how long?
15: Yeah, it's been, I want to say it's been a
6: couple of years, uh about this time of year. Okay, well then let me ask you, Rex, has he had vaccinations prior to that as well? Oh, yes. Okay, so he's had shots in his background before. Okay. Oh, sure. Well, oh, yeah. So I guess when we see a lump in this area... It could be caused by a lot of things. And, um, just because a a shot is given in that area, does it mean that that starts it? And that's the big question. We know that there is the potential with any injection that potentially you can have a change that might, in a rare case, lead to some kind of a tumor. Um, it's not terribly common in dogs. This is something we see a little bit more in cats, um, in relation to injections. Um, but it's still there. It's a, it's a remote possibility. Now, in an eight-year-old, dog there's certainly the potential for skin growths and tumors just that occur on their own uh, on their own right so um, my first feeling would be is before I get too bogged down and say well is it from the shots or is it not from the shots the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is take this doggy to your veterinarian and have them do what they call a needle biopsy very quick, very easy, um, not terribly expensive, and that's gonna give us the most information and in how to how that I could advise you or how your vet could advise you in dealing with this. Because yeah. a needle biopsy can tell us a lot if we're leaning towards something more of a cancer or or if it's some kind of inflammation or some kind of scarring change. And you asked about, you know, can you get a scar from yeah. a vaccine? And right. y- yes, you can. There are some situations. Um, it's a little late down the road for that just to be coming up now. Um, yeah. But it can happen usually a little bit more quickly after the shot where there's actually a nodule, um, kind of a firm area. And, uh, certainly other types of injections, antibiotics, anything that is injected into the body has a potential for reaction. So, um, you know, all of that kind of could potentially play a role. But I'm going to say, Rex, that I would get Wally in, get that needle biopsy done, and it's a simple thing. Be as quick as going in for a shot. And, uh, we'll yeah. get some good answers there.
15: Okay. Yeah. I, I was, I'm, uh, I was a little concerned because it's gotten, gotten bigger and bigger over the last couple of years. It was, uh, very small at first now it's about the size of a 50 cent piece
6: it's oh, pretty good sized yeah, yeah.
15: it's pretty good sized and uh, it's it's visible I, and i um, yeah. just i I don't want I I don't want to say that it's a tumor but like you say you know I, that's about the only way to tell would be to go with a needle biopsy and I, that's a good idea yeah. uh, that's the reason we haven't gone to the vet because you know as you know times are tough and we just don't have sure. a lot of money to do all that kind of stuff with any but we can give them their shots and and all that kind of stuff but... uh yeah. I mean, and you know what the
6: hopeful thing here is that you know this could be something that's not even a cancer. It could be a cyst even. Um so yeah. there's situations where cysts in dogs can get pretty darn big. So yeah, yeah. and that's where that needle biopsy will be well worth it because they can they can tell quite a bit from just getting that sample alone. So, yeah. so yeah. you're talking shall-
1: about money though, there and I know because I'm having a hard time right now too. A lot of us are having hard times right now, but if you don't nip this in the bud right now, it could really cost some money down the line. I would suspect—is that right or wrong, Doc?
6: Oh no, definitely. With you know, especially a lump that's already gotten that size—that's pretty big. So we prefer yeah. to jump on the lumps when they're nice and small and little, and maybe we can take them off with a local anesthetic if we had to. At this point, I think yeah, I'd, I'd save. Um, tell Wally to save his pennies, <laughs> and yeah. um, we're gonna we're gonna get him lined up for that uh, that needle biopsy, and that's the best way to go.
3: Okay,
15: Doctor Debbie, I appreciate your help.
6: All right, my pleasure. Have a great day.
1: You too. Bye. That's all we have time for today. Remember everything you've heard on today, everything at animalradio.com. And of course, you can get in touch with us all week long at 1 866 405 8405. Did you see the new website, by the way? I've
5: looked at it. It has been like all spruced up.
1: It has been spruced up.
5: And I like that.
1: Not. That it
5: wasn't just fine before, mm-hmm. but you know, progress is a good thing. Hal,
1: it is, it is, and of course, now you can find adoptable pets right from the front page and uh, get your latest news and uh, help us review products. Learn more about and guests that were on the shows. Bye. <laughs>